Hello and welcome to the Renovee Podcast. I am Naomi Finlay. Subscribe to my podcast and come into my classroom. I will be sharing with you great tips and techniques for renovating, home styling, upcycling furniture, gardening, decorating, and much more. I have new episodes to share with you each week. Renovee with Naomi Finlay is the ultimate resource for answering all your questions. I'm here to share all of my success tips and bring you loads of inspiration. So let's dive into today's episode. Now, Rowan. Yes. I have had many people ask me about how to build a deck, literally like the anatomy of a deck. The anatomy of a deck. And I absolutely have had to chat to them about the fact that it isn't a templated um, experience. Like it's literally not, you know, you put this size here and that size there and this is how far between your spans because it obviously completely depends on height off ground. It completely depends on overall size. That's right. You know, depending on how big the overall size is. Whether you're going to put a roof on top of it. Exactly. What sort of floor covering you're going to put on it. Whether it's going to be attached to your building or separate from your building. Yeah, whether it's, it's going to be freestand. That's right. If it's going to be in ground or above ground. You know, so many variables, so, so many, many variables. variables. However, there is a basic anatomy to a deck. Yes, there's certain components of a deck that will always be there. So Correct. Should we have a chat about that? I think we need to. Let's have a chat about that. Okay, so um, the first thing we start with, obviously, when building anything is from the ground up. So if we're, uh, if we're building our deck on posts, which is the standard way to do things because inevitably your, your deck is elevated to some degree. Yes. Um, then we're putting our posts in the ground and we're concreting them in there with footings and footings are a, an engineered designed requirement so you need to um, consult uh, an engineer to design your footings for you because lots of things affect how big your footings need to be yep. so there's soil type there's load Yep. bearing above how it. big the hole needs how to be how wide needs, needs to be speed. the type of concrete you need to that's use, very important strength, we should talk about that rigidity, later those sort of things so um in general your footings are going to be a hole normally it's going to be a bare minimum of 600 millimeters deep um, get that shovel out yeah and it's going to be at least whatever post you're putting in there you want to make sure you have at least 100 millimeters of concrete entirely all the way around that post so if you've got a hundred so you can't use a post hole, di post hole digger no, and just slot, and just the post slot in. that sucker in there that ain't gonna work well it'll work for a little while but then it won't <laughs> yeah, last long that's right you want a quick sale on that so um i didn't say that by the way um so yes you want to get your um your footings designed so you make sure they've got the the right yep. consistency and the right amount of uh, concrete in there and then you're going to be using your post to carry either a timber post or a steel post which yep. is quite common as well depending on uh, the area that you're working in or um, the height as well of your deck. So if you've got a deck that's quite high, you'll often go to steel posts just to get yep. the extra rigidity and um, have a bit of cross bracing there to help keep that whole uh, structure stable. Um, and then from the posts, you're going to go to a bearer. All right. So, so our bearers sit on top of our posts. Of our posts, yes. Yeah. So your post will come up either underneath this or it'll fix this way through um, the bearer and into the post on the other side and you'll have a, either you can have a slight check out of your post to sit your bearer on it or you can just bolt straight groove. through. Groove. Yeah, sorry, a groove. <laughs> check out. A groove, check out, yes. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> it's like we're at Woolies again. <laughs> yeah. um, so that would be your bearer, which will normally be a, a fairly large timber size because it's carrying a lot of weight. Obviously. Absolutely, so, yeah. absolutely. And then that will form the, the main sort of 
skeleton, the exoskeleton, if you'd like, of your um, of your uh, deck, and then your bearer uh -huh. will have your joist that will either sit across it, or in some cases, your joist can butt into your bearer, and you'll have a joist holder there that will hold yeah, it as well. Yeah, a little lovely stirrup. A holder. lovely little stirrup. So, you, uh, and that's another thing to think about too. If you've got limited space to elevate your deck, that means that you can run your joist into your bearer, so you save that little bit of height on your joists. Some well. of the greatest places that I've seen that work, where you really need to keep as, as minimal of your exoskeleton raising sort of the height of your deck, is if you're wanting to put a, a ground cover kind of deck over like an existing horrible like tiled yeah, veranda or yeah. yucky slab of concrete, that rather than ripping it up and digging big post holes, you can actually go, right, I'm gonna use the rigidity of the really ugly concrete. I'm actually going to help that support my deck. And in those cases, you need to be really careful of your door heights. Yeah, that's right. And so that's where, as Ryan was saying, it's fantastic to be able to use a stirrup and butt this in rather than, you know, than top mount it. That's right. Um, because you really keep your whole deck really low and, and streamlined. That's right. That's right. And the, this is what ties the, the bears. So the bears will go around the outside, so they've got a bit of lateral movement. And when you, once you put all your joists on, you'll really tighten all that up. And then this is what you're going to fix your decking. This to. isn't a decking board that pretty no. much... We'll go across Our decking that. boards just go all the way across That's there. That's right. So it's important too to think about that when you're planning your deck. Oh, it's so important. Which to way do you want your decking boards to run? Because that's going to be perpendicular or at right angles to the way your joist is going to run. So essentially your bearers are going to run parallel with your decking board. So have a little think about the way you For me, that's that. one of the first things. Yeah. It's how do I want my decking boards to run? That's and right. some of that's based on aesthetic. Some of it's based on lengths. You know, that's if right, you yeah. have a long skinny deck, you know, a lot of people won't want them sort of running across that. They'll want it running down it. So that's one of my first decisions. Before I start to go sketch up how I want or how I need to build my deck, I'll always go, right, which way do I need my decking boards to run? And that then depicts which way I need my my bear is running. That's right. So it's kind of like a planning from the top down, but 